Would you be surprised if Lincoln Riley learned something new about living in the city of Los Angeles? On Thursday, Caleb Williams was named the starting quarterback. And in case you're wondering, USC does not lack for leadership on or off the field. That's what's coming up next on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Hulkin, and thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. We're with you five days a week. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you download your podcast, we're free. Don't forget that. And thanks for coming along. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend. Let them hit the subscribe button. And uh, I love all the feedback, including the constructive criticism. So keep it up. You guys are what makes the show go. Without you, I'm not here. So on Thursday, Lincoln Riley met with the media via Zoom call uh, following Thursday's closed practice. And this week, uh, the team is going through their mock game week. Um, this is the, they kind of go through the routine of learning. You know, I, I've gone over this before. They learn how to practice. Uh, it's going to be the norm going forward. So uh, Tuesday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, the media will be allowed to attend practice and interview uh, the coaches and players in person. And on Thursday, um, the team will practice in private, and then we'll, uh, the media will get Lincoln, Lincoln Riley via Zoom uh, whenever practice ends or shortly thereafter. Today, it was a, a long time shortly thereafter. <laughs> we'll get used to it. Uh, just the way it is. Nevertheless, um, it was still a pretty informative day, uh, regardless of not being able to watch the team live in person. Um, Riley was able to uh, shed some light, and he commented on a few different subjects uh, today while he sat in his uh, chair in his office that overlooks Howard Jones Field. The light was shining in on him like the, uh, the new god that he is to Trojan fans. Um, but again, Riley, he offered a lot of insight, uh, as to far, as far as where the team is, as far as, um, obviously Caleb Williams is the starter. He touched on the leadership. Um, you know, look, worst kept secret in the world was Caleb, Caleb Williams was going to be starting for the Trojans this year. Yeah. He had the competition with Miller Moss. Um, but, uh, Lincoln told us today that, um, you know, Caleb's going to start, but that he has, quote, total confidence in Miller Moss. Now, in a, on previous shows, uh, multiple times, uh, we've mentioned, I've mentioned, that Miller has been getting rave reviews, not only from his coaching staff, but from his teammates, about how much he's grown, um, especially from the spring through the summer up until now. Um and especially from last year up until now, he's shown huge growth. So we also learned that uh, living in Norman, Oklahoma. Well, let me back up before I go to that. So when Lincoln Riley uh, named Caleb the starter publicly, 
Um, that comment about having total confidence in Miller Moss. Um, does that mean that, uh, you know what? I want to come back to that. I, I don't, I don't want to touch on that quite yet. We'll get to that in segment two. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm going to kind of lead up to it into a story type of thing. So I apologize. Backtracking. One of the other things that we learned that Lincoln told us about, um, was that living in Los Angeles, um, being a football player, when you live in Norman, Oklahoma, uh, you're automatically the big man on campus. Norman isn't the biggest uh, city. So wherever the football players go, they're going to be recognizable. Um, so the living environment out there is going to be much different than in Los Angeles. Um, you could either be living close to campus or, you know, your teammates um, or you're with your teammates or your nearest neighbor could be a couple acres away. Um, separated by, you know, a bunch of onion burger joints and the cows that are going to supply the beef for those. What I understand are really good onion burgers. I'm going to have to try one of those set, one of those things soon. Um, but one of the things that Lincoln Riley learned uh, about this team and living in L.A., um, in Riley's estimation, uh, he's never had a team. He's um, that's lived so close to one another, um, at least in proximity. Uh, he says he's surprised that every time um, he's on campus, uh, he sees the players so you know always walking around with each other, um, and not just to and from the football facility. Um, so he, in his opinion, that's a big reason why this team has bonded so quickly, and why they're. Uh, why there's such a close knit to them and how the camaraderie has built uh, as quickly as it had. Uh, he thinks part and part of the, part of that is in due part to the, the players uh, living so close to each other, always being around each other. Uh, I'm sure there's some truth to that, uh, but I never consider that um, when he's comparing that to a place like Norman, Oklahoma. So that's pretty insightful, at least to the LA media. At least it was to me. So um, Lincoln also, um, I'm not going to say he learned this, but he did tell us that you need an elite defense to win a championship. Uh, he believes that, quote, you're not going to win a championship. You're not going to consistently win games if you don't play elite defense. It's just a prerequisite that that has to happen. We know that it has to happen, and that's been the expectation defensively from day one, end quote. So I'm thinking with a quote like that, the Sooner fans, once they got a, a hold of it, um, they were like sharks in the water, blood-infested water, thinking, well, where was that philosophy when you were coaching the Sooners? You know, that whatever Lincoln was doing in, in Oklahoma, it was... It was good enough to uh, to get the team to the playoffs consistently, whether as the offensive coordinator or when he took over from Bob Stoops. Um, but Grinch, his def Alex Grinch, his defensive coordinator, has always been on the microscope. So uh, one of the you know Riley mentioned that uh, one of the 
top reasons why uh, he's looking forward to the first game of this year that's coming up when you're watching or listening to this in eight days from now. Uh, they'll be kicking off against Rice. Uh, Riley said that uh, he's looking forward uh, to being to being able to be on the same sideline uh, with the defense after having to face them, you know, all day, every day in practice from the spring, summer. Well, coaches weren't out there, but spring and fall. Uh, no, trust me, I didn't slip let anything slip. The coaches have not been practicing with the team during PRPs. That was just a slip of the tongue. No one's in trouble. Um, so it's going to be interesting to me since everyone anticipates USC's offense to to be clicking out of the gate. Or we're, to, we're, we're hoping that it's clicking right out of the gate, especially against a team like Rice. No offense. Um, but I'm going to have to keep an eye on that sideline dynamic uh, during the season. You know, just in case the offense, you know, they're doing their their job, they're scoring points and plenty of them. Um, but, you know, if the defense is kind of acting as, or as an anchor, weighing the team down, um, I'm going to kind of keep my eye on that relationship. And, you know, if there's any social distancing going on between Lincoln and Alex Grinch, because uh, they're both on the sideline. Uh, I had uh, Eric McKinney confirm that for me from WeRSC.com. He's one of my crack research guys. we got a lot of good information over there. we got a lot of top-notch guys. So uh, go check out that free one-week VIP subscription when you're done making a Locked on USC your first listen. Um, so bet on it. I That's going to be one of my constant observations that I will report re, be reporting back on. Uh during practice, what we get to see, and mostly during the games. Um, if USC is struggling, why are they struggling? And I want to see how the coaching staff interacts uh, when the heat is on. So, um, like I said, you can bet on that. And then you can also head on over to betonline.net because they are the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, you can find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. So we're constantly giving you reviews here on Locked on USC about the team, uh, different perspectives. But you can also take advantage of the Flex Ultimate College Football Review. And thanks again for making Locked on USC your first listen. Uh, every day this week, you should go check it out. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here. It's a seven-episode preview with your college football experts. I think I qualify. Your local team experts, I definitely qualify. And Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season all in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app. 
YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Caleb Williams, um, I mentioned the top of the show, was given public notice that uh, his head coach has complete trust in Miller Moss leading the Trojans. He said that right after he was named, right after he named Caleb Williams the starting quarterback. Now, you remember on yesterday's episode, I brought up the topic of um, how it's going to be important that Lincoln Riley get the backups to play in the fourth quarter, if not sooner this year. Um, Lincoln Riley said he's very conscious uh, with uh, first-year guys and not trying not to overcoach them. So going into their second year with Caleb Williams, Lincoln said that I trust him completely. I can coach him with everything. He can handle it now, end quote. Well, you, Tro- you know, football fans, Trojan fans, Sooner fans, if you're watching and listening, hope you are. Um, you might rem- remember last year, you know, Lincoln Riley, he replaced the starting quarterback, Spencer Rattler, with Caleb Williams. So I'm wondering, you know, well, I'm not wondering. Riley knows Caleb as well as anyone. Um, and Lincoln was asked Thursday um, what he's learned the most about Caleb from last year until this year. And, quote, he wasn't sure if a player and a coach could have gone through more together than what they did this calendar year, end quote. Um, that's probably true, you know. They both kind of upended themselves from pretty good situations and they had to, you know, they had to take some heat publicly and obviously privately, but in publicly they, they took a lot of heat for the way they, uh, they ducked out of Norman, Oklahoma. Sooner fans are very passionate. Um, they've shown this, excuse me, they've shown themselves to be very passionate on social media. Um, Caleb said in a different interview, quote, I want to be, you know, I, I want to be sort of like coach part two on the field because he can't be out there, end quote. So uh, that's, that's the type of relationship. That's how you want your head coach and your, and your quarterback, starting quarterback, backup quarterback, your quarterback room. You want them to have that, that type of relationship. Uh, but um, especially with your starting quarterback, so, um, you know, apparently, you know, uh, Riley has also gotten to know Caleb's body language pretty well. Uh, he said, quote, uh, he can walk on the field and I can know what type of day he's going to have based on his body language, end quote. Um, that's, that's probably a good thing. I don't know if I want my quarterback walking around giving off uh, signals like that, that I'm not having a good day because if the head coach can pick up on it, typically somebody else is going to pick up on it as well. Um, I am a big people person. I make a living uh, observing and uh, trust me, I will notice these things as well. I might not notice them as quickly or as uh, intimately as the head coach will of his of his players, but eventually those 
those types of things surface. Um, and again, we'll keep an eye on it. Um, I guess, <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about what Lincoln Riley learned about Caleb, what Caleb's learned about his head coach, and how they feel about each other. Um, I guess as long as these guys don't start talking about um, the love of their, lo love of their lives, um, all that type of stuff, I think all is going to be well. And that he's the love of my life reference. Um, I'm sorry for uh, pulling that Clay Helton thing out of there, but uh, it was the way these guys were starting to talk about each other. It was, it was starting to border on creepy there for a second. So I had to throw in a little levity. Uh, the team has elite talent at almost every position. Now I'm going to I'm going to quote it. Elite, almost every position. What they do not have is depth, and it doesn't matter if that talent is elite or not. They just they don't have a lot of depth. Period. Um, what the team does have, or what the team does not lack, though, is leadership. I asked Coach Riley at the end of the uh, Thursday morning Zoom presser, uh, who were some of the names that might not receive the attention they deserve with playing time? However, um, they were looked at by their teammates as leaders uh, in the locker room. Well, the first thing that Riley did was to make sure, uh, was not to make playing time or the lack thereof part of his answer. Uh, the general tone of the of the Q and A for the twenty twenty five minutes that we had a, that we had them, uh, it all had to do with leadership and who the leaders were on the team, uh, as well as the communication process. So, um, talking about Caleb's leadership and Shane Lee, who I'm going to get to here in a moment, he says um, we don't have a problem with having enough leaders right now, uh, and so Riley started kicking around. Some names like Alex Stadhouse, kicker, uh, backup quarterback Miller Moss, who we spoke about earlier, Raylan Goforth, linebacker, Justin Dietrich, Tuli Tuiapolotu, Travis Dye. Um, he mentioned a, a few others. I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. I apologize. Um, but you know, from just from the sound of it, those guys, you know, they've been around. Some of them have extensive playing time. Some of them are still trying to earn playing time. But from the sound of it, uh, just those players that he was naming and understanding those players were around last year. Well, Travis Dye wasn't. Um, but they experienced some stuff. So I'm just wondering if some of those players aren't a member aren't members of the uh the team's leadership council that that Riley has spoken of and those guys are the guys who, who kind of who, who Riley leans on and and looks for validation if you know they're going to bring somebody in from the transfer portal you know will will those guys kind of have their own interview process with players who who Lincoln's considering bringing to the fold whether that's in person on Zoom on the phone whatever um, kind of makes you wonder. Did you know? Did Lincoln tip his hat mentioning those those players? Lincoln's pretty 
pretty smart. He'll he keeps things pretty close to the best. Uh, whether or not these guys are members of the leadership council, they deserve to be so if they aren't. Uh, over on uh, wersc.com in my Thursday column, I asked the rhetorical question because it truly is a rhetorical. Does USC need a number? Need another number fifty-five? So you had players like Junior Seau, Willie McGinnis, Chris Claiborne, and I did not forget Lamar Dawson. The sleight of name wasn't intentional, but thank you, readers, listeners, viewers. Appreciate it. Lamar, loved you out there. Uh, Each of those guys were aggressive, and they represented that jersey number really, really well when they played at USC. So... Lincoln Riley told us after practice, um, this is about Shane Lee, bringing it all together right now. Uh, After practice, he told uh, Shane Lee to kind of err on the side of aggression with his leadership style. Uh, Quote, exactly what we, and Shane Lee is exactly what we wanted and needed, was exactly what he wanted and needed. I want him to err on the side of aggression. If we get to the end of the year and he was somehow too aggressive as a leader, we'll take that, end quote. Uh, and this was, he kind of ended up like, he ended that with his own words of, um, that's what this USC team needs. And he also added that when Shane uses his words, um, quote, you feel it with our guys when he speaks up, end quote. The implication with that is, um, oh, you know, his, his teammates recognize that, hey, he's been there before. That's what it should sound like. That's what it looks like. It's almost, you know, if you're old enough to remember uh, those old John Houseman um, commercials or the E.F. Hutton commercials, when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. Um when Shane Lee talks to his teammates, his teammates listen. He leaves an impression. So, um, you know, maybe maybe Shane Lee will earn that number 55 before he leaves USC. Probably too late, uh, but he definitely has all those characteristics uh, that, that Club 55 looks for and that what Willie McGinnis um, spoke about with Eli Manning uh, in his in, in Eli's uh, show on on ESPN Plus that I spoke about yesterday on Locked On USC. So that's about it. What we have for you this week, we'll be back again next week with five shows. You get me five days a week. When you're done making Locked On USC, your first listen, like you're doing every day. Uh, don't forget about the Locked On. Pac-12 over there on YouTube. Spencer McLaughlin is your host. Locked on Big Ten if you want to get familiar with Nate Dickinson. And as always, thanks again. When you're done here, I can only squeeze so much into 30 minutes or less. Head on over to wrsc.com. We've got some great content for you. Until then, everybody, fight on.